Hello and welcome to, dare we say, the final episode of Brittany Mitney. <gasps> I'm Max. I'm Alex. And it's been such a pleasure to take this journey with you, friends. We're ending it on something that I didn't, I had no idea existed. It's, it's a gem. It's a real well, it's gem. It's something. All right. It, what, what is the name of the song that we're talking about? It's called I Love Rock and Roll. And you're oh, thinking you you've heard that before. Yes, I do. According to Britney. Well, if Britney Spears loves it. So, I mean, who am I to say? That's really? true. This is a song that is a cover of a cover, Alex, as you said. And um, originally by Joan Jett. Not, well, not originally, but people think it was by Joan Jett. It was actually by a, uh, Europe- a UK band called The Arrows from the late 70s. Hmm. Yeah. And in that original song... It was sung by a bunch of middle-aged men about the protagonist. I'm assuming in this story, a teenage, around teenage, young adult man, potentially. And then this protagonist sees a woman that he likes at the bar. Mm, and then it's, yes. I love rock and roll, et cetera, et cetera. They go home, whatever, as rock and roll songs typically do. But then Joan Jett took it and she flipped the script. So it was the female protagonist sees a young man of desire and then but same same story so so here we are and then britney spears did a version of it in an afternoon sounds like it (laughs) (laughs) no i don't no hate on britney i apologize that that's a little harsh but boy we were talking about uh videos being thrown together how about this one (laughs) that has Mm -hmm. uh, one set and the song which uh, we'll we'll, we'll get to that oh please let go ahead oh i'll follow your lead here Sure. Yeah. So, uh, dear listener, if you could just put on the song and have that play in the background while sure. while we go through this. So, if you notice with the snare, it's like really dry and loud. It, it's kind of like a hip hop production, at least that, that, that's what I feel like. And so, her self title album was Britney was released in two thousand one. While she was on tour, she was inspired by the mu- music by people such as Jay Z and the Neptunes, and she wanted that kind of hip hop. Oh funky kind of sound and i think that's where like that super dry snare came in but cool yeah well pop music likes to focus on the voice snare and kick right and typically the goal is to have the pulse of the music going while you have the singer there front and center however in this case both of those put britney's voice like much lower than the kick and the snare and the end result yeah. is that her, vo- her voice gets drowned out even the background vocals drown her out yeah it's a bit it's sad and also the yeah like you can hear all of this other stuff going on and then britney is there but she's clearly not the focus yeah in the mix anyway i mean i guess on a meta level like it, it could be like the focus is on the rock and roll and not the singer because like she loves rock and roll but it's, sure I, I i feel like that's kind of stretching that's kinda, definitely a stretch scratching even by the way how do you feel about the record scratching i mean i don't mind record scratching and the particular sample that they've used here is to me like the the platonic ideal of the record scratching noise Mm -hmm. this is the same sample that appears in a number of oh boy here we go this is the same sample that appears in a number of songs uh that were used in homestuck so i have a particular affinity for this one yeah nice you know, it's funny. There is a, I forget who did this analysis, but th- there is this uh, film channel that did an analysis on a particular like sample of a telephone that's used in a oh, bunch of movies. Interesting. And so this person like c- took that sample and like kind of layered them on top of each other, like from different movies at different times. And they all just use that same telephone, like, like an, an analog, like, you know, you have like the huh. top thing and the bottom receiver. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. But we'll get to we'll get to the banger status of the song in a second. Max, can you go through the lyrics? 
Sure, I'd love to. Suffice to say, there are no surprises. <laughs> okay, so uh, the song opens strong, right in the POV of the protagonist. I saw him dancing there by the record machine. I knew he must have been about 17. Which author, <laughs> editor's note, hopefully that's close to the singer's age also. The beat was going strong, playing my favorite song, and I could tell it wouldn't be long till he was with me. Yeah, with me. And then we repeat this. And we go into the chorus. I love rock and roll. Put another dime in the jukebox, baby. I love rock and roll, so come and take some time and dance with me. A lot of, that's a, that's a stacked lyric, that last one. Very. It's a long uh, lyric. It's long. There's, it's, it's a many, it's, let's see. That's a one, two, three, four. That's only six feet, but it's still some some long ones. They got some dactyls in there. Some long feet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just realized nobody's <laughs> going to know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about meter. This is <laughs> this is what we call units in songs. Sorry, I'll stop using. Sorry, not sorry. He smiled, so I got up and asked for his name. Okay, good. Uh, but that cool. didn't matter because he said it's all the same. Meaning? Uh, said, I, I don't know. Maybe it, <laughs> maybe we don't need to get into that. I said, Simulation. I can take you home. Where we can be alone. We're next. We're moving on. And he was with me, etc. Singing I Love Rock and Roll, blah, 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 blah. Actually, that is the end of it. The, re- the remainder is sort of vamping on the chorus and pre-chorus. Again, just as we saw with Baby One More Time. Yeah. No surprises. Mm-mm. You know, that's about what I expect. I love rock and roll. It's pretty simple. Yeah. I feel that, I, I don't know, it just doesn't have the same attitude as the Joan Jett version. Yeah, I kind of, uh, I agree. There is a sort of subversive quality to the Joan Jett recording that is not present in the Britney Spears cover. Yeah. Uh, the Britney Spears cover, you were mentioning that it feel, that it has kind of a hip-hop feel to it. She wanted to give it that, um, she was inspired by Jay-Z, wanted to give it that hip-hop feel. I got yeah. kind of a Nashville vibe from it. Sure. Kind of a like, what is it? What did you call it? You had a fun name for it. Oh, the cowpunk. Yeah, cowpunk. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I think that's about that worked for me. Yeah, uh, in thinking about what this song was. But it, it reminds me of so with the band Nirvana with their album Nevermind. There there are two versions of it. Okay. There is the Butch Vig version, and then there's another version. So with the other version, that was the one that was um, commercially successful. But Kurt Cobain didn't like it because it was much more polished, whereas Butch Vig's version was much more Mm. like dry, unpolished, distorted. So I don't know. know, I'm noticing kind of a parallel because like you have the the polished, I guess not Hollywood, but the commercial version. It's very clean, very sort of Mm. not Mm -hmm. subversive was the word that you used, whereas the original, I mean, that's. God, I don't know how much how you can get more character than that. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, what do you think about this cover? Person, give me your personal thoughts, Alex. I I don't think it's a banger. No, no, I would I think agree. It's, I think it's a, a kind of a sore spot in Britney's discography. If I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I would have preferred if we were going to do a cover for the film. Maybe something. Maybe it ties into the movie. I have not seen Crossroads, so. Maybe I'm just being ignorant here and there's some way it ties in with the movie that is like important. Let me let, let me do some Google Foo. Crossroads, Britney Spears. And I I know it was involved with the movie. So there's let's see. They were included on the third album. It doesn't say when it happens, but apparently the version that is included with the CD is a karaoke sing-along version. Oh my god, really? Says it says it on a that's, <laughs> that's something. 
But it doesn't say where they were in the movie itself. Maybe in the beginning? Huh. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not too happy with this cover. Well, you know, like, it's... It, I guess you have to take the good with the bad because we did get Crossroads, though, again, I really don't know how good of a movie it is. Well, if you want to find out more about the actual movie itself, hey, be sure to check out Crossroads Minute. F- hey, great. Uh, I <laughs> love that segue you've just done because it is going to be a great... Well, it's going to be a way to find out about the movie Crossroads. I think so. One minute at a time. And what better way is there to learn about a film than one agonizing minute by minute? Minute by minute day by day i'm assuming that it's going to be that something comes out of it i don't know how to do this <laughs> you told me to make a podcast about a minute of a movie every day i would be up a creek my friend mm-hmm. like do they do they like just stretch out the minute like do like do a pulse stretch on it or do they just like watch it over mm. and over and over and i feel over. like you'd have to just watch it over and over again it would be one of those it would be like you'd have to keep pretty meticulous track of your place in the film also yeah, that's true. Well, you know, James and Aaron, if, if there's anybody who can do it on this planet. On this network, even. On this network, the Scavengers Network. Hey, have we talked about lately about how great the Scavengers Network is? I don't think we have. I, th- I think it's a pretty cool thing. A lot of good shows. We have shows I like Insanely Haunted. Network. Yeah, and um, Feels and Variations. It's, it's, it'll come out eventually. We'll get there. Somewhere, someday, in the future, someone listening to this show will hear me say that, and it'll be a true statement. That's true. Yeah. And then, you know, there's also great shows like uh, Apotolesma, Brittany Mitney, Brit- Brittany Mitney <laughs> and, uh, you know, all these other things. And I'm just so glad to be here. And Alex, thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me, Max. What do you think you've learned from this uh, experience, learning about Brittany? Brittany Smitty, gained- as it were. Brit- Brittany Smitney, I've, I've gained more of an appreciation for her craft, while mm. the more... The later songs in her discography, I, I'm i not sure how I feel about the early songs were definitely bangers, but she is a singer, she's incredible, and she's gone through a lot of stuff. Boy, so I think howdy. that's something to keep in mind. How about you, Max? I think I've just learned, uh, you know, uh, I've increased my appreciation for an artist who did it all, who is a triple threat out there, got her name on a motion picture, that's not easy, mm-hmm. and, you know, occupied a significant portion of the public zeitgeist for quite a while. Yeah, and didn't pass the torch. Didn't pass the torch, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to be passing the torch back to our dear friends <laughs> so that they can <laughs> run with it. Uh, the breakthrough 2000, 2000 film, Crossroad? Was it 2000? Let me 2000? check. 2002. 2002 film, Crossroads. Paramount Pictures. Two th- February 15, 2002 in North America by Paramount Pictures. Jeez, Alex. As of recording this, we are so close to that anniversary. Oh, wow, we are. That Dang. is this next Saturday. Incredible. We're dating ourselves. Well. Is that the outro I see? That's the outro you see. <laughs> and here it is. It's coming towards us. I've been, I've been Max. And, you know, if you wanted to listen to my other podcast, that'd be great. Alex mentioned one. It's called Insanely Haunted. And What's then the there's one? another one called, it's called Fan and Ball. And that one's really fun. I do that with my dear friend, Beth. They're both wonderful shows. Also with Insanely Haunted, they make fun of Ghost Hunters, which yeah, I am a big great. fan of. Yeah. And then I, if you want to find more about me, I am on uh, Journey Under 30 with our favorite pod boss, Mr. Colin Parker. Eventually the show called Feels and Variations, which uh, there might, we might have some guests on. Well, there will be guests. We'll, we'll, bur- we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. And then I think. Lovely. Yeah. And then I think Myth Takes we've both been on. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm getting the, uh, you know what? I'd like the Grammys when they, like, when someone starts talking too long and they start playing the music. The music is playing, the music is playing us off, so 
<laughs> anyway, bye. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> bye. <laughs>